Hello guys, welcome back to the G Show. This is a very special episode of the G Show because this is the 20th episode, guys. I never thought I would get here. I always thought I would quit after a couple episodes, but I really keep enjoying to do these podcasts. And I think if you want to do anything in life, achieve anything in life, you just got to keep going. And even if you're not getting the views or whatever you're looking for, I would say just keep going. Be consistent like I'm trying to be in post every day. And just do what you like to do in life, and uh, don't let anyone tell you you can't. So yeah, guys, let's get into the episode. Alright guys, I hope the first part of the episode was a little motivating for you. I mean, you have to push yourself if you want to do anything in life. If you're not willing to push yourself, practice, do whatever... And if you get frustrated, you still push forward. And eventually, I think everyone will find a success in whatever they want to do. You just got to work hard. I want to make a TSPN, and I'm not making any money from this or anything. And I just enjoy doing it. It helps me get some practice under my belt. So this is why I do it. And also, it's just a lot of fun for me to be able to talk to you guys. So, I mean, whatever you like to do, whether it's a sport or anything, you got to practice. And even if you're struggling, you still got to work through it. I mean, there's a lot of guys' stories out there who've gone through hardships of childhood. Like they got, you know, Antonio Brown's parents kicked him out. He was living on a bench. Look at where he is now. He's an NFL All-Star. So you you just got to persevere through your difficulties and push through it. And I think at the end of the day, you'll be a very successful person. Now, today, as yesterday's podcast, I'm going to talk about some football. It's my favorite sport by far, some NBA and some NHL. And today's headliners for the NFL, the Cleveland PD problems response to hunt incident. Um, so I guess uh, they had some incidents with one of their players. So um, Cleveland's police department. Um, responded to that incident. I don't know anything really about this incident. My assumption is uh, I'm not factual. I'm, I don't know um, what happened in particular, but assuming he did something like had drugs in his possession or something. And Hunter Hunt? Oh, Cream Hunt. I, um, I'm an idiot, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, Cleveland's looking into Kareem Hunt, as uh, as I saw. At least that's what I saw. And I don't see why not. He's a lot of talent. I think he deserves suspension. But I think he should still play football. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able to play football in my eyes. I think he should. he's just too good of a talent to be like, okay, yeah, I'm letting you go. I mean, people make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. I make mistakes. And I get forgiveness. Like we all do. I mean, this was... I mean, he did something really wrong, but I still think everyone deserves a second chance. But if he were to do it again, I would say, no, he doesn't deserve a second chance. But I think that if he can show that he is sincere about his apology, I believe that he should be able to get a shot. And if the Browns are willing to give him that opportunity, I don't see why not. But I still think he deserves time away from the field before he gets the opportunity to step back on the football field. Um, on your injury list, the Broncos lose Emmanuel Sanders to torn Achilles. 
Emmanuel Sanders is one of their top players. So that's a really big loss for the Broncos. Obviously, they have Case Keenum. And they also trade away Demarius Thomas. So that wide receiver core for the Denver Broncos is really weak. So big loss to the Broncos offense. The Broncos weren't really in the playoff line anyway. Um, but they have Phillip Lindsay. He's a good running back. So they still have some offensive threats, but they're not going to be the same team as they were like in 2015 with uh, Peyton Manning or anything. So big loss for Broncos, but I think the Broncos are more known as a defensive team than anything. I mean, you have Von Miller, Bradley Chum, Chris Harris Jr. That's that's a pretty solid defense, even though they haven't obviously been the same when they had like a keep to leave in those guys. But still, still a big loss to the Broncos, who uh, are basically out of playoff contention at the moment anyway. Um, the Ravens, they've been relying on Lamar, Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback. Starting quarterback, if you don't know who Lamar Jackson is, he was a Heisman Trophy winner in 2016 for the Louisville Cardinals. And he got drafted last year at the 32nd pick, 31st pick. And um, he, there's, he's been a little inaccurate. He's getting on the turnovers, turning the ball over a lot. The Ravens want him to be a little bit more accurate. I always thought him he would convert to running back because he was such a threat with his legs. But apparently he ne- he never wanted to ever change from being a quarterback. So Ravens took him because they figured Joe Flacco's getting old and Lamar Jackson could be a big talent. And they don't want to mess up on him. So you just kind of let your quarterbacks groom. You got to let rookie quarterbacks groom especially. The quarterback position, in my eyes, is the most important position on a football team. They're commanding the offense. If they're throwing good ball, if they're throwing accurate passes and they're reading the routes of the defense, they're running, making sure they're calling the right plays, um, your offense will score a lot of points versus like a team who, oh, man, like the Bears recently, they're not scoring a lot because they don't have Mitchell Trubisky. But that's because they have Chase Daniel. There's no Mitchell Trubisky. But I think Mitchell Trubisky is a huge factor into the Bears doing well. Now you could say, well, the Bears defense has been really dominant. Yes, but Mitchell Trubisky is really commanding that offense, and that offense of the Bears has also been really good. But the last couple weeks they've been struggling because Chase Daniel's in there and not a Mitchell Trubisky. So I think the quarterback position is definitely the most – important position for a team um says the Zeke Elliott um appeals fine for kettle donation so he's just he's trying to I guess they find him I think he jumped into kettle and the NFL is trying to suspend him for it but he's trying to appeal it I mean how much is Ezekiel Elliott making probably a lot of money and I don't know how much the NFL is Obviously, finding him, but I mean, you're not a folk guy. I would, if I were you, I think you would learn your lesson because he did it a couple of years ago, and he got fined then too. So if you were just to get get a hint, is what I would say, and not do it anymore, not show off, he wouldn't have to pay these fines. So it's kind of Zeke Elliott's fault. I don't really feel bad for Zeke. He's done some things. His girlfriend alleged stuff. You know, it was false. I don't know. He just kind of seems like a shady guy. 
Um, Chris Manbane's back after being with a baby. Manbane's a good defensive tackle. Uh, so he'll uh, he'll bring back a lot of pressure for the Chargers in the front. And that front features Belvin Ingram and uh, Joey Bosa. So really something to look out for for San Diego's defensive front. He's a really he's a powerhouse in the middle. Um, Cam Newton repair uh, repair shoulder still bothering him. Um, it's really big for a quarterback if his shoulder is affected because. The throws aren't probably going to be as accurate, and it's going to hurt more. Probably won't be able to throw the ball as far, so that's going to really affect Cam Newton. And the Panthers haven't been playing late at all, so that's that's not good for any Carolina Panthers fans. And apparently, the Packers fired Moss. Not apparently, also Moss tweeted. So it's more for the tweet, I guess, the fact that offensively they're not doing well. And he was the assistant coach, so he's kind of still working with most of the team, even though he didn't have the responsibility level Mike McCarthy did. So he, he's partly responsible. So I guess they felt like um, they kind of felt like it was also his fault as well. Mike McCarthy's job to turn this team around. They both did not do that. So I guess they figured, well, if he's not doing his job either. They'll just get rid of both of them, like they did. They got rid of Moss as well, Mike McCarthy, who are both coaches for the uh, ex-coaches for the Packers. Um, Donald, um, Aaron Donald, Cleo Mack, who've been the two studs defensively, um, they were for $177 million combined, and they've been worth any every penny. Um, they both had really dominant seasons, um, bringing pressure for the Rams. I think that Donald's the best defensive player in the league. He came out of pit, so really happy about that. And also that uh, Cleo Mack, I think he went to Buffalo. And then he was in Oakland. He was dominant player there. And then this year he's just really turned it up. I think he's pushed himself because this new environment, new opportunity, I spent a lot of money on you. You got to really show up and make sure that you're – that you're worth every penny and you're not a disappointment for them. So really good for these two guys to show their worth. Now we're going to be transitioning to the NBA. Um, the Pacers won 96-90. Oh, no, this was yesterday. Sorry about that, guys. Let me update my computer. Um, the Lakers are up. I'm playing against the Spurs late night because it's West of Conference. Obviously, you could do the time. Um, they're winning eleven to eight right now. Uh, the Lakers at home are four uh, nine and four, and the Spurs away are four and nine. Um, the top scores is Kyle Kuzma, their power forward, with five points and one rebound, while Dante Cunningham's leading scorer for San Antonio with two points and four rebounds. If you guys didn't know that they had a finals match of last year, even though it's clear that the same Cavaliers team, uh, the Warriors won one hundred twenty nine to one hundred five. Um, I thought it would have been a bigger blow considering how bad the Cavaliers are. Um, it was in Cleveland. Steph Curry scored 42 points, nine rebounds, and seven assists. It's almost to the point for me with Steph Curry that, like, if he shoots the if he shoots a shot, I, I think it's going in almost every time. So he, he's a real threat to any defense. And Tristan Thompson leaning 
score for the Cleveland Cavaliers with 14 points, 19, 19 rebounds. That's a lot. And three assists. Um, the best team in the league, which is now the Denver Nuggets, which I didn't think was ever going to happen, at least not in my lifetime. Won 124 against the uh, 124-118 against Orlando Magic. Uh, Jamal Morey was the leading scorer with 31 points, four rebounds, and eight assists. Won Nikola Vigic, their center, with 24 points, 15 rebounds, four assists. The scary thing is for the Denver Nuggets is that uh, Michael Porter Jr., the rookie, who he was the number one player coming in college, I think. No, not he was probably number two. Yeah, number no. In his class, he was number one. Um, but then he injured his back from because he was going to play for Missouri. Then he got drafted like number fourteen overall, even though he didn't play a single college game. Uh, he's going to be. I think he's going to be a really good player if we when he comes back, which I'm not 100% positive when he's coming back for the Nuggets. But a really, I think he's going to be a real threat for them. Real adverse, um, really good shooter, defender, long body. So any team was lucky to have him, but obviously they didn't want to take the risk for him because um, they didn't want. They, you know, they didn't want him to. They didn't want to take the risk on him because you don't know what he's going to be doing. Like you don't know, we don't know what he was going to be like because he didn't get to play college. If he would have played college, he probably would have been really good. I mean, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, um, it's so hard. What am I trying to say? Michael Porter Jr. He he if he plays like he should he'll be a phenomenal player, a phenomenal player. And then I just looked it up that apparently he's dating. No one cares about this, but he's dating Langella Ball's ex girlfriend. I don't even know they broke up. So I guess that could be quite controversial, but I guess that's happening. You know I, I don't really care about the drama side about the NBA, but yeah. No, that's a real exciting team. Um, the Wizards away versus at home uh, versus the Hawks won 131 to 117. Um, Bradley Beal scored a season high 36 points. Iowa Porter had 20 points and 11 rebounds. Wall John Wall, their best player, wasn't there to to uh, out the field issues and specify what. Um, and the leading scorer for the Atlanta Hawks was John Collins with 26 points, 14 rebounds. Kind of a close game, but the Hawks only have five wins, so yeah, not not too shocked about that. Uh, the Thunder won; they had to come back. They're sixteen seven with a hundred four. Uh, they won one hundred fourteen to one twelve. Paul George had forty seven points with fifteen rebounds, four assists. While Joe Harris had nineteen points, seven rebounds, and two assists. The best player for Nets is probably D'Angelo Russell, but they have Jared Allen too, so. They don't really have a lot of talent because they traded their draft picks in the because they wanted um, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. So they when the Celtics won the championship, so we got a lot of picks. So that really helped us in the end, and that's why I think the Celtics in the NEH have the best GM, maybe besides Jerry West, who kind of got Curry and drafted Curry and Iguodala and those guys. 
I mean, Iguodala was drafted by the Warriors. Sorry. It was Sixer. Um, Draymond Green, those guys for the Warriors. So I think those two are the top GMs. Um, the, the, the best game of tonight was the Raptors versus the Sixers. The Rap, they were in Toronto. The Raptors won 113-102. The Raptors are the best team in the league, actually, with when they're 21-5. and And the uh, Sixers fall to 17-9. and The top players were um, performers were Jimmy Butler for the 76ers with 38 points, 10 rebounds, and 1 assist, while Kalia Leonard, the leading scorer for the Raptors with 36 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 assist. And if you forgot, Kawhi Leonard, who scored 36, also has been the um, defensive player of the year twice. So he's a real he's a real threat. If you, he's one of the best players, he can win MVP this year probably. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Clippers in Memphis, 96 to 86. Boban Marnovich, the backup center, had 19 points, eight rebounds, one assist. And Mike Conley was the score. Um, League score for the Grizzlies with 22 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. The Lakers, I mean, the Clippers have been a real surprise, a young team with a lot of good players. So, and I'm partly Clippers fans, as I said before, so I'm just glad to see them doing well against any team. And even if they lost, they put up a pretty good fight. So, glad to see that. Um, Milwaukee Bucks at home beat the Detroit Pistons 115 to 92. So 23 point lead. That's pretty, that's pretty big. Um, Blake Griffin had the most points for the Pistons with 31 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Oak Eric Bloodset was the leading scorer from Milwaukee with 27 points, three rebounds, and four assists. I can't really say a lot, but Giannis is a beast. So watch out for Giannis down Kupo. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves at home beat the Hornets 121 to 104. So good win for Minnesota. Leading scorer for the um, Hornets was Nicholas Batum with 18.7 rebounds for eight assists. While Carlton Towns was the leading scorer for the um, Minnesota Timberwolves with 35 points, 12 rebounds, and three assists. Like I said, guys, I think that the league is shifting toward the big man play. I mean. A lot of these guys are power forwards and centers with the most points, not even the guards. And the last game that happened today was the Pelicans and Mavericks. The Pelicans at home won 132 to 106. Uh, this top score for the Dallas Mavericks was Jalen Brunson of 11 points, two rebounds, seven assists. So not a high scoring game for the. Uh, Mavericks and Anthony Davis, the leading scorer for the Pelicans with 27 points. Davis is probably the second best center besides um, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's probably the best, but I mean, other than that, that's really good. And also, um, Russell Westbrook passed Jason Kidd for the third um, on the all time list with 108 triple doubles. Last year, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double, so that really tells you how special Russell Westbrook can be on a court. Uh, he's a real dynamic athlete, but he's kind of a ball hog, so I think him and Paul George are um, kind of good for each other. I think they uh, find ways to win, even though you wouldn't think of the Thunder being as good as they are, um, being their position, but they're a real threat in the West.
So you always got to watch out for the Thunder. They're usually good every year. And then the last sport I'm going to be talking about is hockey, transition to hockey. Today's kind of been a, tonight was a slow night for hockey because there was only three games. Usually there's like, you know, like 10 games and there's only three tonight. So um, the Oilers are playing the Blues. Blues are not a good team. They're 9-13 and the Oilers are 13-12. and um, But it's 2-2 tied, um, in OT. They just ended the third um, period. It's on MBSN if you want to go check it out. And then a game that hasn't even started yet, so a really late game, is the Anaheim Ducks, who are 14-10, against the awful Chicago Blackhawks, who are 9-14. The Ducks have scored 33 points, which is actually pretty good. And that game starts at 9-30 on NBSN. And then uh, last game of the night, also starts at 10, um, 10.30 Eastern Time, but 9.30 Central Time is the um, Hurricanes, or tw- um, 12-10-4 of 28 points. They're actually a pretty good team. And then the San Jose Sharks, 13-10, 5 with 31 points. I thought the um, Sharks could win the Cup because they have Eric Carlson, Brett Burns. I mean, they're, they're a stud team. They have a lot of talent. So I thought they could possibly win. So I'm kind of surprised that they're as bad. Well, they're not. Okay, let me rephrase that. They're not bad, but they're not what I thought they were going to be. Let's be honest. I totally thought that, um, well, obviously, that they, 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 I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were. That's what I meant to say. That's all, that's all I'm trying to say. Why am I trying to say more than that? Um. Actually, I lied, guys. I want to talk about college basketball real quick before I uh, get off the podcast. But this is also a, it's a really special mile marker for me because this is the 20th episode. So it's good, it's good to say out loud, prove myself wrong. So that's really good for me. Um, Minnesota is beating Nebraska, number 24 in Nebraska, 79 to 75. So let's go Gophers. Um, it'd be good. Minnesota doesn't win a lot, so... <laughs> We'll take even the small win over Nebraska any day of the week. Um, number 14, um, University of North Carolina Tar Heels beating UNCW. Well, not beating them, leading them 91-61. That game is on ESPN2 with one minute and 45 seconds left in the second quarter. And if you want to see the Minnesota game, it's on the Big Ten Network. Um, other games today, Wisconsin beat LA, um LAF 90-63. Easy win for number three, Duke, who I still think is the best college team, but they lost. Um, 84, 84, they won 84-54 to against Hart. Not Hartford, not even a, not even a close game. Um, the one um, sport that Buffalo is good at is basketball, the number 17 in the country. They beat um, LAM 89-55, so really easy game. A lot of college fo- basketball games are blowouts. So so is football. So don't unless it's like good opponents. Obviously, other than that, you're going to see a lot of blowouts. But you'll see some surprises. Um, surprisingly, I, I, Ohio State's had a really good basketball season so far. So they're number 19 in the country, and they beat Illinois 77-67. And then the last game of the um, day that's complete is number for 15 Virginia Tech beat. Um, Virginia Madison 
89-68. Gonzaga's number one in the country, if you're wondering. Kansas number two. Uh, I really thought that Duke was going to be number two, but they dropped so far to number three. So I was kind of shocked about that, being honest, because I don't know. I I just thought that they were going to be better than if – my team, this is Pitt Panthers. They're seven and two, but they're not ranked. I don't know why, but they're they're not ranked. But a real test is um, Saturday on ESPN two and eleven o'clock. If you want to check it out, at Central Time. It's uh, at West Virginia. It was a pretty good team. Uh, I want Pitt to get in to the playoffs, um, the tournament. That's what I meant to say, because. They have they haven't been the last couple of years, so I really I, I I don't know. It's just when you're you're rooting you're rooting for a school that doesn't win a lot. When they have a start like seven and two, you you want you you want to yeah you know what I mean like you you want the team like a surprising team, and you're not gonna think oh Pitt. They're for sure gonna do well. No, you don't. You don't think that, but it happens to be that way. Oh, and I, I lied again. I also want to talk about something else. If you want to look, um, they just released um, a couple of days ago the all the bowl games. You can go watch, or right, and when they are. So like, um, I team I like TCU. They're playing in the Cheese It Bowl <laughs> against Cal. They got some pretty ridiculous, like pretty awful uh, bowl games. Like for example, on um, the walk-on bowl. Like who thinks the walk-on bowl? No one. No one does. It, like it doesn't make any sense. Some of these names, I don't know. They don't make any sense to me. Like the walk. One year there was a bowl called the Tax Slayer Bowl. Why? Like why? That that that. No, that doesn't make any sense. Um. I think Pitt is in the nah, hold on. When I, who did I think? I thought it was this bull. Hold on, guys. I thought I had it in my hand. I thought I had it right here. Yeah, but there is just some weird, like I said, there's some weird, 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 weird games but the pit made it to the sun bowl um which is really cool they're sponsored by hyundai but it's, it's actually called the honda sun bowl and they get to play stanford which is pretty cool because we usually don't uh we usually don't get to play any good bowl games we played in the pinstripe bowl <laughs> that was that was in yankee stadium and yeah against northwestern Two years ago, yeah. So we, we don't really get this chance, so it's kind of it's cool for uh, Pitt and to see our team is it's cool. It's in El Paso, Texas, so really southern tef, um, te- Texas. Um, Stanford's eight and four. Um, they're usually better than that. Pitt's seven and six, and they got dumped by um, Clemson. But if they would have won that game, that would have been huge. Uh, the Sun Bowl is in El Paso, Texas. It's been the venue for this game. It has much more history than you think. It's one of the oldest postseason matchups still in existence. 
You'll, it's on New Year's Eve at noon Eastern time. It's 11 o'clock, and you can catch it on CBS. So it's kind of a big bowl game in a way. Not really, though, but I'll definitely be watching. I swear I'd let you guys know if uh, you would have root on for a good bowl game on New Year's, New Year's Eve. So, hey, guys, that's all for the podcast. Uh, really enjoy your guys' support through the um, plays I've been getting and of the plotting, people responding. This is the 20th episode of Fifth Way to 100. 100 would be a big one. But, yeah, I just enjoy doing this. And don't ever let someone tell you what you can't and can't do. I love doing this. And I, I know that sometimes I have struggles and you hear it. But I'll get better and better every podcast. So I'll, I'll continue to work and do better doing this so it's more enjoyable for you guys. So, yeah, guys, um, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate the love you're giving me, and 